30 for 30. We've got uh, Mike Hagley here joining us to talk about the Indiana game. Um, Illinois prevails over Indiana, 75-71 in overtime. They get a great effort from Trent Frazier. Um, some amazing passes uh, from Andre Curbelo. But really, I think it was the defense in the second half. They were able to turn it up a notch and hold Indiana to 30 points over the final 25 minutes after giving up 41 in the first half and pull out the win to get to eight and three in the Big Ten and uh, stay within striking distance of Michigan. They get the Wolverines coming up and, and they're uh, after they play Wisconsin. So they're, they're in a good position. Uh, obviously, that was not the most uh, – cosmetically appealing game of all time Mike Kegley what did you what did you think uh, that, that was a tough one I I tell you what if you would have told me at the end of the first half that Io wasn't going to score again for the rest of the game and somehow we would ratchet up our defense to slow down Indiana and at the same time keep our offense going at the same rate it went in the first half I would have said you were crazy but uh, I'll, give, I'll give that team credit, in particular Trent Frazier, but they came through and uh, allowed Io to have a rough game, uh, also victimized by some rough calls. But they went through with, with, uh, without him on the offensive end and pulled out the victory somehow. Didn't see that one coming like that. No, it, it was not what we uh, drew up. Trent Frazier, 43 minutes tonight. Um, just And then the, the other side of the coin with Trent Frazier, although he made the big shots and he you know, finished with, what, 19 points. But the, the thing that for me, and, and it, was, it was also kind of a question I had about the coaching there, Frazier was fantastic in overtime guarding Armand Franklin. He totally locked him up. We know that Brad Underwood's talked about what a great defender he is, and we've seen it over and over. He would one stop. And, uh, you know, I thought uh, – I also thought Kofi Coburn was pretty good in the second half defensively. I mean, he got – Trace Jackson Davis got bailed out by a couple of foul calls. I thought they were weak. Um, but I thought Coburn was fantastic. His ball screen coverage, his ability to step up higher, and he took away – Underwood talked about postgame – took away the short roll because they were throwing that short roll to the, to the uh, free throw line. And then Jackson Davis could then work one-on-one -on -one in space from the elbow or from the free throw line. And so – I thought they made the adjustment. He came up higher, but he was able to, to really just stay in passing lanes, keep recovering and give ground, give ground, give ground, and then close out hard, made it made some tough, made some tough shots for them. So I thought he was great defensively as well. The, now the one guy, you know, Andre Curbelo, fantastic play at the end with the pounce, the pass to Kofi, but uh, does not, do you ever watch Andre Curbelo and think, Oh no, 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 no. Yes. I mean, how many times do you do that during a game, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he, he did that quite a few times. A, a couple times off the pick and roll, he, he picks what I would call the wrong lane. Um, and and it, sometimes he'll dribble into traffic and, and, you know, you get the amazing plays, but you also get the uh, Andre, you know, getting the ball hit and then jumping down on the floor and trying to recover it and pass it to a teammate. Um, I think some of that just is going to be as he gets more experience and, and the coaches get to work on him more with what his options are. I think that'll help out, but I got to admit that pass to Coburn uh, for the dunk. Uh, another, another amazing uh, uh, highlight on a highlight reel. That's pretty darn spectacular for any freshman uh, pretty much anywhere. Yeah. It, it's going to be fun to put together the highlight reel at the end of the year of Andre Carbello passes that you didn't, that no one else saw or no one else thought would get through and they made it. So um, I thought on the last play, it was that interesting. You had a Carbello and he makes the pass to Coburn, but 
if you look down in the corner, the guy had helped over, but he didn't get all the way over. DeMonte was also open the corner. So it's almost like if he took one more step over, it would have been DeMonte for the three, potentially. I thought on the last play of the game when they had a chance to win two, Curbelo made a play. Kofi gets a, what, eight-footer in the center of the lane. I Maybe that's not the guy you want shooting at that from there. But you get an eight-footer that's basically uncontested for your seven-footer. You, you take that and run with it. So, But, uh, again, it's a win uh, on the road in the Big Ten. And I know that there was no crowd, but it's still – uh, not easy to win on the road. Illinois hasn't won at Indiana since 2010. Um, so that's been a decade, over a decade, which is a little bit scary. But um, but they get the dub, and now they're 8-3 and three in the Big Ten. They have a chance to, if they can beat Wisconsin on Saturday, they should move into the top 10, continue to solidify themselves into that, you know, 2-3 seed line. And, and and I'll be honest with you, Dockage, Dan Dockage, I think, said this tonight. I, I Somebody said, but uh, – that there was a opportunity for them to maybe even be a one seed if they could maybe win out and uh, win the Big Ten. And I, I think that's accurate. I, I think that outside of those first two teams, Baylor and Gonzaga, everybody else is just a, you know, you, whoever gets hot here has a chance to make a run. And so uh, you'd like to be a, a, a two, maybe not in Gonzaga's or, or Baylor's region, um, but because uh, those guys are really good. So, but I think Illinois done a good job. They, they put themselves in position now. Got to take care of business at home against Wisconsin. Then we get the showdown against first place Michigan, who will be coming off a two-week pause. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they come out. We saw how Michigan State came out and wasn't maybe very pretty. So so what are your thoughts moving forward? What do you want to see maybe from this Illinois team um, going into the next game? Well, I, I, I'm going to confess, I, I stole this from one of your tweets, but um, I got to think that come Saturday, Io is going to be fired up and uh, – we might see one heck of a game from him. And then, of course, you have Trent Frazier playing with as much confidence as we've seen since his freshman year. Kofi's Kofi. Um, we're a player away from, from having something really good start clicking into to place. And one last thing is it was very interesting to me during the overtime when they had Granderson play in the four and they had DeMonte play in the three. Um, DeMonte got, you know, when he's playing, you know, a little bit smaller guys, you know, he had two key rebounds in that uh, overtime and uh, one led to the, the Kofi dunk uh, 20 seconds later. And of course, at the end of the game, he got the last rebound and then cool as uh, you know, an ice cube knocked down two free throws there at the end. So I, I see these players starting to come together and, and, and maybe I'm being a Homer, but Underwood has got these guys playing better and better as the season progresses two years in a row now. And I feel like we're about to see that happen again. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think also they're finding their roles and finding how they fit. And, and you saw it tonight. I mean, Jacob Granderson only got 17 minutes tonight after playing 30 the game before, but DeMonte steps up, makes the free throws late and um, just huge, you know, huge win. Uh, this is the kind of game you got to win. And um, you know, if you want to, you know, win a big 10 title, uh, they're going to be an NCAA, Illinois is an NCAA tournament team. I don't think anybody questions that. But you got to win these games if you want to win the Big Ten, if you want to get that top four seed, maybe make a lead eight final four run. These are the kind of games you got to show you can win when you don't play well for a half um, and, and you pull it out. I hope on Saturday we see a first half where they come out, you know, guns a blazing against Wisconsin. 
playing with the effort and energy that we know they can. And, um, and when they do that, they're, they're very difficult to beat. We saw that against Iowa and, um, and the, you know, for a lot of the game against Baylor, even they competed right with them. Um, Baylor just had a little bit more. And I think that's the difference maybe between Baylor and Illinois is that Baylor brings it for 40 minutes every night and Illinois doesn't always do that. So going to get there, yep. maybe they got to make that next step. All right, Mike. Well, Hey, thanks for joining us here. Uh, Illinois gets the win over Indiana 75, 71, keep themselves in sole possession of second place in the big 10. And we get ready for Wisconsin coming to the State Farm Center on Saturday, uh, 30 for 30, post-game wrap.